0: hello everyone once again welcome to moments of encounter isaiah 30 21 says you're here shall hear a word behind you saying this is the way walk in it i want you to know that god can lead you all through your life god can lead you in the right way it's so blessed when you are led you have this confidence you have this assurance that god is with you God has been leading people over 2,000 years ago through the help of the Holy Spirit. And I tell you that He has never led anyone wrongly. As we join in this topic today, which is how you can be led by God, I know that will be a blessing to you. God bless you. Stay tuned. Hi, everyone. How are you doing today? It's another glorious time in God's presence. It's time for moments of encounter. I want to believe that this podcast has been a blessing to you and your spiritual life. Today we journey deeply in gaining encounters with God. And we are looking at a very, very important topic today. And that stands on how you can be led by God. How God leads you. How you and I can be led by God. And can we open our Bible to the book of Acts chapter 10? I want us to look at a very, very practical scenario of a young believer and also a scenario of what I call a rooted believer and see how God led them to what we call prophetic encounters. And this is what we will be dwelling on this wonderful day. Acts chapter 10 from verse 1. The Bible says there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian regiment. A devout man who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generously to the poor and prayed to God always. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he observed him, He was afraid and said, what is it, Lord? So he said to him, your prayers and your arms have come up for a memorial before God. Now send men to Joppa and send for Simon, whose son name is Peter. He is lodging with Simon, a tenor whose house is by the sea. He will tell you what you must do. Glory. Hallelujah. Can you see a very, very powerful encounter? Here is Cornelius. The Bible calls him a centurion. By that, meaning he's a Roman. And who, definitely you know that the Romans were part of those who were against the disciples, the early church. They fought against it. But here was Cornelius that had gotten the wind of salvation. Here's Cornelius that practically in his own private area, he was getting close to God. He wanted more of God. He understood the teachings of Jesus he understood the teachings of the disciples, he wanted to serve God and right there at a particular point in his work with God, the Lord wanted to lead him. God leads us in different dimensions. Remember what I said when we started this Moment of Encounter podcast? I said, when you're a man of encounter, you don't let go easily. When you're a man of encounter, It's hard for you to let go. These are experiences that stays with you forever. Mm. These are experiences that will build you up. Men like Paul, men like Moses, men like Jacob, men like Joseph, men like the prophets, these were men of encounters, and it was hard for them to let go. Some people would say that, are there people in the Bible who didn't have encounter? And yes, I can tell you that men wouldn't have prophetic encounters. Some of them let go easily. Another time we shall go deeper into that. Men wouldn't have that one on one with God. Men who just came in into prophecy, some of them had to let go easily because it was not real to them. Encounters can be real to you. Here is Brother Cornelius, who has gotten his salvation with God. The Bible says he's doing his work. He feared God, a devout man, himself and his household. They gave arms generously to the people and pray to God always. But God knew that something was missing about them. God knew that Cornelius needed more. There are so many of us that are Christians that God knows that we are devout, we fear him. God knows that how much we reference him, how much we raise an altar to him in our homes every day, how much we don't want to offend God in our hearts. But there's something more that you need. And that's the same testimony of Brother Cornelius. God on his own came to him in the middle of the night. And look at it. Even by your dreams, those moments you have, those dreams of direction, those dreams that tell you this is what you should do. My brother, my sister, don't let it go. Cherish them. There can be dream encounters. They are the ones that will give birth to what? To the physical one. They will give birth to the what? To the open encounters. They will give birth to the real divinity encounters. If you understand this scripture, the Lord gave us that understanding. And the Lord sent him to Brother Peter. Oh my God! He gave Peter the he gave Cornelius the full description of Peter. He even gave him where he where he's living, where you can find him. Can you imagine that prophetic guidance coming to a man? One of the basic truths of Christianity, according to the Book of Romans, chapter eight, verse fourteen, is that as many that are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. By this example here, you can see God leading Cornelius. He's leading him to brother Peter. You can see God leading him. You know, one of the ways you know whether you are a child of God is when you are led by God. One of the ways you know whether God has you in written in the palm of his hands is when you are his child. And according to Romans 8 verse 14, one of the ways you can claim your sonship in Christ is how God leads you. And here Brother Cornelius was led. God gave him the place, his lodging with Simon. That's in verse what? Verse six, eighteen, whose house is by the sea. Do you know what that means? I remember the story of a man of God who traveled in a hurry and he didn't know where where he was going. He didn't know the the the, the, the I mean He got to the immigration and he didn't have the full description of the address. And they were putting him in holding and they were trying to get where, okay, you say you are here for some for a place. And because he's a man that was led, the Lord gave him, as he was speaking to the immigration officers at interview, the Lord gave him the address of the church. He was even giving them a description as if somebody had told him. That is the power point of God. That is how real our God can be. And if you understand this, this is the experience of a young believer. And when you carefully check again, if you look at verse 9, The next day, as they went on their journey and drew near to the city, Peter went up on the house housetop to pray about the sixth hour. Then he became very hungry and wanted to eat. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven opened and an object like a green sheet bound of the four corners descended to him and lay down to the earth in it were all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth wild beasts creeping things and birds of the air and a voice came to him rise peter kill and eat i'm sure if if it's some people if you are not deeply led you could have misinterpreted this dream but Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything common or unclean. And a voice spoke to him, this is verse 15, again the second time, What God has cleansed, you must not call what Come on. This was done three times, and the object was taken up in heaven. A man was led by his dream, and a man is being led by a trance. God leads his children in different ways. No matter who you are, no matter how you come into his fold, God will always be interested in leading you. And when you read deeper and you read further, with this kind of revelation coming to brother Peter, with the kind of revelation that brother Cornelius had, you can see how beautiful it is. You can see how wonderful it is. You can see how deep it is. By this kind of revelation and by this kind of divine guidance and leading, a man like Cornelius will cherish his salvation. A man like Cornelius will hold on to what he believed in. I'm sure his friends must have said, Oh, you are are, are a Roman. What are you doing with these Jews? Oh, how can you be falling for this kind of teaching? oh how can you be, be be praying to their god oh how can you be living a devout life oh how can you be claiming that you fear the god that the jews are preaching oh how can you be telling us that you are praying to their god every day in your house but if some of those things could have been sinking deep into his head but i want to believe that after this type of encounter if you read further the lord sent men The uh, brother Cornelius sent men as the Lord has commanded. And by the time they saw Peter, verse 19, while Peter thought about the vision, the spirit said to him, Behold, three men are seeking you. Arise therefore, go down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Then Peter went down to the men who had been sent to him from Cornelius and said, Yes, I am he whom you seek. For what reason have you come? Divine leading. He's still asking them for what reason you have come. But you know that the Lord has spoken ahead of him. Men who are led by God are people that have gotten an insight of what God is saying to them. There are men who will make decisions because they know that God is interested in that decision. By this encounter alone, Peter could have been afraid and say, oh, maybe this is another plan. From from whoever it was, whether Pilate or anyone to come and capture him. And if you read further down, it was the encounter that transformed the life of Brother Cornelius. And if you read verse 24, and the following day he entered Caesarea. Now Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. Your encounters will always give room for the expansion of the gospel through you your encounter will call people to christ if you are led by god you have this grace of people believing in you i'm sure when he must have called them he say peter has come you say how is that possible how can peter follow a centurion like you how can peter show up and the bible says as peter was coming in cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him but peter lifted him up saying stand up i myself do you know what it means when you have the the second in command of jesus christ coming to you and all this was orchestrated by divine leading god led cornelius to his revelation and god led peter to his revelation and if you see if you read further but peter said to them you know how unlawful it is for a jewish man to keep company with or go to one of another nation for God has shown me that I should not call any man uncommon or unclean. So I should not call any man common or clean. Therefore, I came without objection as soon as I was sent for. I ask then, for what reason have you sent for me? Beloved, never in your life dwell in the realm whereby you are not being led by God. Never be led by your education. Don't be led by your imagination. Don't be led by your friends. Don't be led by your community. Don't be led by the crowd. Don't be led by just your nation. You have to be led by God. You need to be led by God. Look at this divine orchestration. It's just started by somebody opening up their spirit to divine leading. One of the ways you get led by God is for you to open up yourself up. Open the channel of your spirit like that wonderful song from that our wonderful brother and friend. Channel of my spirit, open up. Those revelations that God is giving you, God is orchestrating someone to receive it at the other end. God is telling somebody how he's talking to you. God is telling someone the plans that he has for you. God is really already releasing it to someone. You just have to walk in it. Just like our Father and the Lord declared this year, this is not a year whereby you take decisions without seeking clarity. Are you planning to get settled in marriage? Are you planning to shift your location to another state, to another country, wherever you are? Are you planning to change career? Are you planning to get new jobs? Are you planning to start new business? Are you planning to expand? You will do yourself a lot of good by staying on God and allowing the Spirit of God to lead you. The day you get led by God, the day you start having divine leading, that is the day that you have solved, I will tell you, 90% of your life problems. The day you allow God to lead you, that is the day you begin to have what we call divine direction. God wants to lead his children. God is not a dumb God. God is not a deaf God. He knows what you need. I'm sure that Brother Cornelius was just serving God in his own quiet way. But the Lord knew that there was something more to him. The Lord knew that something needed to be done. And if you read carefully from verse 24 to verse 33, he recounted his encounter he recounted everything to brother to brother peter and by that that was the conclusion of the whole matter if you read verse 31 and said cornelius your prayer has been heard and your arms are remembered in the sight of god one of the ways that all your prayers you are praying all the offerings you have given all the seed you are sowing One of the ways you will reap the results is when you allow yourself to be led by God. When you open up the channels of your spirit to divine leading. Some of you can say, well, does God really lead me? It started by a revelation. It started by a dream. Sometimes all the sermons you hear from the pulpit, these are divine revelations coming to you. All the guidance you have from the word of God, all those scriptures that resonate in your spirit, This is God leading you. All the revelations that God's people, God's servants are having about you, these are divine leading. All those strong words that draw you closer to God, you have not prayed today. You need to sow that seed. You need to live a holy life. You need to stop living this sinful sinful nature of yours. You need to imbibe righteousness. Beloved, those are divine leading. Oh, I'm praying for someone who's connected with me today. In this year, may God lead you. May you open yourself to be led by God. You know what happened next. By the time he preached, there was a great revival through him in that land. He was there. The gifts of the Spirit, the grace of God, everything flowed into the house. And do you know that by because God led him, verse 44 says why Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. They had to wait for it. Do you know what it means to wait for the Holy Ghost? But here was Peter while he was still speaking, he was what the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word, and those of the circumcision who believed were astonished, as many Italians as many Romans, as many people who didn't have any rule. That brother Peter explained earlier on, the Bible says they were all filled with the Holy Ghost because the gift of the Holy Spirit has been poured out on the Gentiles. I want you to know, wherever you are connected to me this wonderful day, that God wants to lead you. You just have to be ready. If you are not ready to be led, then God will not <laughs> God will not give you <laughs> all those opportunities. If you are not ready to be led, then you will not even see it beckoning on you. If you are not ready to be led, you will not find yourself in the place of direction. Even Jesus Christ was led. How I many of you know that Jesus himself, God had to lead him right. Jesus himself had to be guided. And some people, they all just think that, oh, that God leads them to right things. God leads them to places of interest. God leads them to places of oh, of grace. God leads them to places of goodies. But let me read Matthew 4, 1 to you. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. God doesn't just lead you to places of breakthrough. Sometimes you will say, but God, you led me to this job. But God, you led me to this land, and you discover that you are in a wilderness. That's the story of Jesus. Jesus was led into a wilderness. Jesus was not led after his encounter, when the Holy Ghost came upon him. He was not led into what we call great ministry. He was led into wilderness. And look at what the scripture says. He was led there to be tempted by the devil. Meaning, sometimes God leads you into temptation to see how well you are doing God leads you into trying times to see how far you will go. And the truth is this. God was just what I call an integrity test. God wants to build you up. God wants to see whether you can be trusted. The Bible says it, that Matthew 4, 1, then Jesus was led by the Spirit of God into the wilderness. So you we say, well, I, I, every time I have a revelation, I think I think when I follow it, uh, it it's, it's bad, and, and I got it in the place of prayer. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I don't know what is going on. Look at, it. Israel was led to the wilderness. The spirit of God can lead you anywhere. The spirit of God led the children of Israelites into the wilderness, and He led them there for a good forty years. So God knows how to lead people right. It's just that at the long run, it will make sense. If you want to be led by God, just take this prophetic word today and know that you have to open up the channels of your spirit. You have to imbibe the baptism of the Holy Ghost. If you want to be led by God, you need to reach out to brethren, to people that you know that are gifted. Let them pray over you. Let them read the scripture over you. You will get it. And the next thing is that you must pray for the giftings of the Holy Spirit. In one of our teachings, by the grace of God, we shall be looking at how well they can relate to encounters. Because how was Jesus led? It was through his Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is needed. If you want to be led by God, you must be a man that prays in the Spirit regularly. And you must be a man that keeps his life on the right hand of God, which is the righteous part. You must live right. You must maintain holiness. If you do all these that I've listed, I tell you, you will be led by the Spirit of God. I'm praying for you today. Shall we bow down our heads? As many who are connected to this meeting, may you be led by God. May the Holy Spirit guide you into all truth. May you find the leadings of God in your life. As it became real to Cornelius, as it became real to Peter, may the Holy Spirit lead you. May you come to that point whereby you will cherish your salvation by the divine leadings you've had. I pray for you and I pray that the Holy Spirit shall come upon those who believe that they need it this season. I pray for you, but may the gifts of the Holy Spirit rest on you right there. And I pray for that person that this has been your desire. May you hear God as you hear me. So shall it be. In Jesus' name we pray. I expect so many questions around this. Please, I would like you to send in your questions. We'll be glad to answer them one of these days on this series. God bless you. Have a blessed week.